Hi, Carl. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Um, another fucking round of this shit. Remember when we were doing the podcast yesterday, WATP, and we were having a lot of fun together and laughing and stuff? Shit's about to get serious, Carl. I know. I miss those times. <laughs> They're over with. I it, miss it. It's time for the creep off. Heidi Ho Creeperinos. It's another edition of the Creep Off. It's me, your host. Say my name, Carl. There it is. And that's my co-host, Hot Carla. Hey, what's up, Vinny? Good to see you today. Great to see you as well, it's my friend. not. I hate your guts. Stop you know what? It. We started this show, and we were having so much fun with each other. Mm -hmm. Just having a good old time, laughing at villainy and scumbags. And now we are so close to spinning this goddamn wheel my insides hurt and i don't even want to think about it and this whole thing is no longer fun for me yeah it, it was serious business it was game point last week i was up four to two and then i decided to lay the biggest egg possible with my carol baskin you certainly did oh no what was the what the, was the final, final score for episode seven here carly carly was carl 16.3 percent of the vote <laughs> Vinny, 83.7%. Please. Don't call it a comeback because I never left people. We're keeping this going. I got to uh, get one more point. I saved, my, I saved myself from spinning the wheel. And now I need to do the exact same thing again. I need two more strong weeks. Yeah, see, I know you're going to lose because you're thinking about this the wrong way. you got to go week to week. And this week, I have your number. I'm not even worried about it. I gave you a pity point. I thought you deserved it. You put a lot of work into the show. You fucked up our website. and had to fix that 15 times. So I figured I'd put a little pity on there, give you a week. This week, I'm taking it back. This is game point. This is going to be next week. We are spinning the wheel. Fuck you. I Number one, wait. I don't want your pity. I can't wait to I, spin the wheel. I brought it last week, and you didn't. That's okay? true. That's true. Okay? So let's just uh, say, let's start this competition, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Oh, so uh, you go first, right? I won last week, so that means I have to go first this week. Let's do it. All right. Now, folks, uh, you know you're a creep when your introduction for your segment on The Creep Off is brought to you by Nancy Grace. Dentist makes children scream in pain under fire amidst claims he performs extremely painful dental procedures on children without anesthetic, ties them down, arms and legs on so-called papoose boards, disallows parents in the treatment rooms, and he's been doing it for decades, all allegedly to satisfy his, quote, sadistic appetites. Photos show children with bruises, swollen lips, unnecessarily removed teeth we have the video and breaking now yeah that's right carl wait your creep is nancy grace all right you are gonna win this week <laughs> <laughs> never mind carl my yeah. creep is horrible 
All right, so it's a dentist who likes to torture people. So, like, every dentist who Listen, ever pal, lived. No, this guy is a very special breed. Okay. Dr. Howard S. Schneider. All right, make your case. Let's hear it. All right, documents in the pending trial of Dr. Schneider uh, are basically 11 counts of Medicaid fraud, uh, and he's being sued by 81 different families uh, from over 20 years of practicing, Okay. He's basically being charged with fraud. This is just step one of this, okay? Okay. The state said Dr. Howard billed Medicaid approximately $4 million for procedures that he did not perform. He also so ran wait, a bill. insurance fraud? We're trying to do a creep off here leading with insurance fraud. There's a lot of <laughs> Listen layers Listen to what here. this guy's doing. There's he's a making, lot of layers, Carl. He's making claims. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> There's stories about patients hearing children's screams, uh -huh. children injured from procedures, and the children getting procedures the parents didn't even know about that included in the evidence against him are similar accounts from about a dozen parents. One parent told investigators that they took their child to Schneider's office for a procedure. They were told it would take 30 minutes. After three hours, Carl, they went to the window three times. An assistant finally told them there was, quote, an incident. When the parent was finally able to see the child, he was severely hyperventilating and had marks, scratches, and blood all over. Another parent, Sarah Phillips of St. Augustine, Florida, took her two-year-old son, Mason, to Schneider. The boy fell from his bike, cracked his two front teeth. Mm -hmm. When he came out of the doctor's office, he was missing four teeth. <laughs> oh, I misunderstood. <laughs> right. On the follow-up appointment, Mason came out of the office with bruises around his neck and gauze on his lower teeth. I, 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 sorry, I know you're doing a presentation. I hate to do this. I have no, to stop you. No, you don't. I have to stop you. You said on his following appointment. <laughs> you terrible parent. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lost two teeth. They bring him to the dentist. He takes two more out. All right, we're just going to have the follow-up in three weeks. So we'll see you then. I'm really glad you brought that up because this is a good time to insert a very valuable piece of information. Yeah. Dr. Schneider was the only... Pediatric dentist in Jacksonville that accepted Medicaid. Jacksonville. Okay, that makes so sense. So all of these very, very poor people who can't yep. get their kids' dental work anywhere else had to take their kids to this fucking monster. Gotcha. Okay? So this guy, kid, comes out after this with bruises around his neck and gauze on his lower teeth, even though he'd come in for, to work on his upper teeth. <laughs> okay? Phillips took Mason to his pediatrician after this, and they were startled when they discovered that a scalpel slice had been done from ear to ear on Mason's gums, on the inside of his teeth, the guy cut him open, all on the inside of his mouth. What an asshole! Yeah, so uh, according to one other document, Schneider's assistant told the person that, that their child was on a porpoise board. This is some dentists really don't use. Basically what it is, Carl, is they take a kid and they lay him down like Jesus Christ on the cross, right? Okay. And this thing is like around their arms. And then they wrap their arms around like a straitjacket and tie the child up, their arms and their legs. He did this to all the kids that he worked on. So they were all tied up into the chair so they couldn't get away. This is probably a pretty good idea. I have sat in waiting rooms before. And that would be a great way to keep these kids under control. They're fine in the waiting rooms, not during the <laughs> okay, examination. fair enough, fair enough. All right, we could agree there. So this is what the parent said. We stepped out, came back. This, or this is what the nurse told the parent. We stepped out, came back, and the child was face first on the floor. <laughs> but the child had a different story. He's telling the investigators, they're lying. That man doctor threw me, and that lady picked me up when I was on the board, and she was laughing at me and sat on me and choked me. The parent told investigators, I saw that my baby was missing all of her teeth. Jesus. Yes. Now, 
I read these to you. Yeah. I tell you these things, but it's better to hear it from the kids in person. Here you go. To know about this guy. <sighs> that he hurted me. And um, I was yelling for my mom, but he wouldn't let my mom and my dad in. And um, that he choked me. Thomas, you say the dentist punched you? Yeah. So what was the truth? <laughs> he threw me, they choked me, and they sat on me. These are just three of the 81 children attorney John Phillips is representing. Yeah, that's right. Hold on, Vinny. These sound like crisis actors. I've never heard that before. All right, Alex Jones. I I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what court documents said, what experts that have been investigating into Schneider's practices. These are some of the complaints from the experts. Okay. His consent form is too general, and he should get consent form. He should get consent from parents before performing additional procedures. Yeah. So Kid Cubs said he just does whatever. <laughs> and he's like, you signed the form. Yeah. Okay. His charts had poor progress notes. His paperwork wasn't tidy. It's something they brought up. Uh, the quality of work. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good case and then you ruin it. It's Hold great. on. The quality of work. His handwriting was atrocious. The list goes on. It's crazy what was going on over here. The quality of work performed on the patients was low and below standard care. One dentist who treated patients after they'd seen Schneider said, it was like if Schneider had done crowns, the crown was gone. If Schneider had done a filling, the filling was gone. <laughs> he just did a real shitty job. Not only that, the type of amount, the type and amount of sedation that Schneider was using on the children was very mild. It would not be strong enough for a child three years or older. He was using, uh, what's that stuff? Laughing gas. Oh, right? sweet, yeah. But on himself? No, no, here's the problem with using laughing gas only, Carl. Yeah. Here's what a doctor says. The problem with nitrous oxide is it still requires that you're numb because nitrous oxide, laughing gas, is not there to control pain. And if they were subdued with nitrous oxide, but still not given anesthesia, these children suffered. Yeah, Carl, he wasn't numbing them up. He was just keeping them quiet and then fucking with their mouths. What don't you fucking understand? Yeah. Yeah, Carl. How you feeling? I mean, if he's going to get the kids high, though, at least, it's better than nothing. I understand they're still going to feel the pain, but they're kind of giggling about it, right? He made these pay, these people are tying children down and taunting them and laughing at them <laughs> I like and that torturing part. them, Carl. I kind of like that torturing part. children. Are they accepting job applications right now? What's going on? They over might there? be because let me tell you something. I have here, yeah, uh, a very upset parent kind of calling their office and and fucking with them a little bit. But I want you to hear the professional level of conduct from the people in Dr. Schneider's office. Okay, all right. This is a a parent calling. I'm going to fast forward just a little bit. Moment, please. Thank you for calling Dr. Snyder's office. Hi, yeah, um, I was wanting to make an appointment for my son. Okay. Um, he, he's two years old. Is that a good age for you guys to abuse him? That sure is. <laughs> Won't you bring him in so we can choke him out? I, that's what you do. That's not real. Yes, it was. What? That's a real phone call. <laughs> if you listen to the beginning Shut of it. Shut the Oh Listen, here's how you know it's real. I'll play you the beginning of it. In between Beacon Atlantic Boulevard. In order to best serve you, please... She was on hold, recording this whole thing. Wow. If your call is regarding making an appointment... Yeah, it was like a whole legitimate call. I fast-forwarded a little bit. So who's the creep? Because it sounds like this entire office is full of creeps. Monsters. Yes. Monsters. Now, folks, 
I feel bad about this right now, but I'm down. I need to win this game. Oh, do you have a kicker? I need to win this, Carl. Uh-huh. So what I'm about to play for you the next 35 seconds is going to be traumatizing. Oh, boy. This is a recording of one of Dr. Schneider's exams. Uh, this is an actual recording that was in court documents. And I'm sorry. If you're upset by stuff, don't listen to it. <laughs> if you're upset easily, don't be a pussy. If you're upset by stuff. Okay. Were you doing that on the fly just now? Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. No, that was an actual, actual recording <laughs> of the examination. I didn't know Dr. Schneider was a song and dance fan. That's great. Uh, but yeah, man. That's what he was doing every day. You heard that scream, folks? That's what this creep listened to every day, every day, and got off on it and taunted kids and did it again and again and again for dececades. That was a good presentation, Vinny. You're starting to get good at this. Decades of well torturing done. children. Can I ask a dumb question? And I know that you probably don't know the answer to this. I know the answer to everything. But why is it that there were never lawsuits or concerns going on until now? Great question. There have decades? been. There have been many out-of-court settlements that have been sealed. In fact, one going back 20 years where apparently there was a disfigurement involved. All right. So next week your creep's going to be Catholicism. Let me, let me just make a prediction. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to sum it up with this. Yeah, go ahead. He ran a little shop of horrors that <laughs> disfigured children and robbed them of their smiles. Robbed them of their smiles. Oh, that's, I, again, I hate journalism so much. But now I see why you got, how you got the idea for the uh, Steve Martin song there. All right. Cool. Are you, are you, you got some, do, you want, do I need to play the screaming again? No, I'm good. Okay. I think I'm good. 20 years, over 20 years, and he made $4 million while doing it. So, uh, are you ready to hear my creep this he week? He could just treat the kids right. <laughs> he could just treat the kids well yeah. and overbill. Yeah. This true. fucking guy is tying children down, not giving them proper anesthesia, and performing massive dentals, up, pulling extra healthy teeth out of children's heads. Well, Vinny, I think you and I both know that dentists are all evil. I think we can both agree on that, right? <laughs> Not as evil as Dr. Schneider. No answer. Not as evil as my creep. No answer. Very smart. Very smart of you. I agree with nothing when it comes to you. Very political. All right. Is it my turn? No. Did you yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. you go ahead. Awesome. So I'm going to head to Tampa, Florida, and I think Florida is going to be uh, a lot of this episode. But my creep is a guy named Ronald Brown. Now, Ronald Brown... Drafted overall number two to the Miami Dolphins. Not that Ronald Brown. Out of Auburn University. Who probably is also a creep, but not that Ronald Brown. This Ronald Brown is a puppeteer, and he's, he has a ventriloquism act. He likes to have a little boy puppet in his lap, and he does a lot of church events. 
He actually was on television, on some churchy TV shows. He does the uh, elementary school circuit. So you're telling me someone involved with organized religion was creepy? I know. It's weird, right? Yeah. All right. Let's just listen to the uh, the setup of this. And uh, this is his attorney saying that he's not involved in anything that he's been accused of. His attorney tonight vowing to get him out. He's not involved with this. He wouldn't do something like this. He's got no criminal record. But federal agents say the evidence uncovered in the 57-year-old's home suggests otherwise, including disturbing images of child porn, like pictures of boys with their hands and feet bound by ropes, and at least one where a child appeared to be dead. Okay. So they found... Like baby Jesus. <laughs> Baby Jesus wasn't dead. I don't remember it how was, it goes. It was 30-something Jesus. I don't remember I how it all goes. <laughs> I don't remember the order of the events. So they go into his, they, they get a, a search warrant, and they find in his computer, actually they, they find these uh, CDs, these discs, that contain pictures Praise of, and worship music. No, no. DC talk albums. No. A lot of good Christian music. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, a lot of pictures of uh, naked boys and girls and some deviant shit, including dead children. And this is what's crazy to me. They interview the neighbor, this newscast does, and the neighbor is not surprised. All right. I want to key in on that. Listen yeah, to I'm that. not either. Listen to this. Stacey Gogan was disgusted but not surprised by the allegations, saying for years her neighbor has spent an unusual amount of time with children, the puppeteer taking kids with him to church, and also hosting pizza dinners at home for groups of young boys at least once a week. I mean, at least he was driving them to church. Pizza party! Yeah, so obviously from what you've heard so far, the neighbor says... This is not a shocker. You see these guys, the older guys, they're not married. They're having parties with teenagers or they're taking skateboarders to the skate park. All right, kids, come on and put your keys in the bowl. Have a slice of pizza. <laughs> We've seen this before, right? <laughs> so the neighbor says, I'm not surprised. But what you don't know is what this person is accused of. But what neighbors say they never imagined are highly graphic conversations Brown admitted to having with another man online. Transcripts show they talked at length about the best way to kill children as young as two years old. So the reason why this person was arrested is because he's in Yahoo IM chats that the FBI were able to confiscate. And I have them here, which is exciting. Talking to other people online about how to kill children. Not right. rape. I mean, that's, I mean, we've covered that on this show. That's, sure. that's one thing. Sure. But he's, he's looking to kill the children, and the neighbor says, I'm not surprised. I believe the old adage goes, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a feast we'd have. This guy didn't do anything. Hold on. I haven't gotten to the kicker yet. The reason why he would want to kill children, Vinny, you're about to Make find. a new puppet? You're about to find out. The best way to kill children as young as two years old, describing how to cut them up, cook them, and eat their remains. Aww. This is the conversation he's having. I'm going to read you some excerpts. I, I read this whole thing, and these are the court papers that came out. Is it any worse than veal? <laughs> it's both. They're both wrong. They're both bad. There's this one specific boy from the church that he likes. And he's having a conversation with this other person online. And the other person says, any luck with the boy? 
No, I still want to eat him, though. He was looking good in his pick that I got. Great. Nice, tight ass. Mmm. Love boys like that. Firm, meaty ass. <laughs> oh, Would God. make a nice meal for you. I bet you could handle him. I think I could, smiley face. I am sure. Would you just knock him out? It would be the best way for a boy his age and size, yes. With something? Your fist? Or what? A good whack on the back of the head, preferably with something like a blackjack. Do you think it would kill him, or just knock him out? Oh, just knock him out. I've never seen it kill one. Oh, then just throw him over your shoulder and carry him off. That's the first conversation. It's Let's like look. you've never been hunting before, Carl. Yeah, I know. So he's trying to get the, he's trying to figure out how this is done by someone who's done it before. Um, all right. So he's talking to this person again. This is at a, another date. And he says, mm, I think he might be small enough to take down easily. You should come down and help. He couldn't, you could enjoy him too. I expect just hijinks these two try to catch a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Home Alone. They're tripping on uh, hot, uh, one of those fucking toys. I don't even know. Oh, God damn. I did, like, the only time it's okay to picture eating a child is if you're, like, you're on one of those life rafts and you've been out at sea for a really long time and you look over and you just see, it's him or me. see a hamburger. <laughs> it's him you know? or me. Yep. Uh, just so, a hamburger with a little ball cap on. So at this point, this guy has now invited his friend that he met online to come down to Florida and uh, murder cook and eat this child with him. And he says, love to, of course, but I think a first uh, should be enjoyed alone, especially with all you've done watching him. So this is uh, this guy, Ronald again. He says, I think I could handle the snuff easy. It would be the catch and butcher that would be hard. I take it you already imagine stuffing him whenever you look at him. Yes, I think I would enjoy that. Imagine him wiggling and then going still. Ugh. So you'll strangle or suffocate Ugh. him? Eh, it would be a toss-up between the two. I think either would be hot. Strangle would be hot, though harder. Suffocate would go easier, I think. I drowned my last one. She was quite small. Feisty, though. What? Gave a good fight. Little redhead, and she proved it, winky face. I have thought about drowning, too. Just slide him into the tub and hold his face under. I started mine face up and then flipped her over. That's an idea. I could do that, too. Hold on. I got some more. No, thank you. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. No, thank you. Please. Come on. Thank you. Come on. We're having fun. All right. <laughs> this is another conversation. Did she taste good? She did. She made a sweet, a sweet little oven roast. Yummy. What was the best part? Her bottom was a little flat, but still good. But her pudgy thighs were great. You are making me hungry. This is Ronald again. You are making me hungry. So you're telling me <laughs> that I'm supposed to be shocked that a man who works at a church. Yeah. Uh, as a ventriloquist, a church ventriloquist with a little boy marionette that he dances on and has pizza parties with all the boys. Yep. I'm supposed to be surprised that he wants to eat and murder children? Yes. Nah. I think he should be pretty surprised that his fantasy is cooking these children and then eating them. That's a Tuesday at a church. <laughs> All right. Uh, just, just one more thing I want to talk about here. So this other person online. And by the way, he's talking to three different usernames within this Yahoo I Am platform. And they're all the same person. And that person has also been arrested. 
So he's, this person says, uh, you've heard of slimy yet satisfying, haven't you? Yes. He's the one who sent it to me. Uh, that's some buddy of his snuffing the girl. Look at her face compared to the body color otherwise. She's getting nice and blue. Yeah, she is starting to go. Now they're describing a picture that he sent of a little girl being strangled to death. And uh, he says, um, this is the other guy. He says, and they do stick their little tongue out when they're being strangled. Oh, Carl. <laughs> it would be hot to see one done like that. I assume this was a camera phone picture. If only there was video. Watch her from start to finish. And then our buddy Ronald says, it would be nice to have the video of it. And then Ronald said, <laughs> well, if you follow me on Patreon. <laughs> oh. We'll see what we can do. No, he's talking to this person about actually cooking a child that this person ate. And he said, watching that pale little slab of girl meat turning color as it cooked was wonderful, too. Had her little pussy still intact there, too. It looks so cute, so smooth, so smooth and pure. I vote you. You're the creep this week for smiling <laughs> while you're reading this. All right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I, just have, I just have this quick conversation to go through because this is where it gets really fucking gross. So she... This guy mentions that he likes eating the pussy. And so Ronald says, are those usually good? The outer part is the slit and surrounding meat. Have you always eaten the pussy? The outer portion, yes. The inner part is not as good? No. The best is the lips. I would like to, I would like to taste that sometime. How do you cook it? Go get a date that you can taste one. <laughs> Go meet a woman, sir. Did you ever think I'd be talking about eating pussy and it would be this fucking disgusting? Okay. Carl, here's the thing with this. Yeah. He, finish up because, oh my God, I can't handle you go back and going back to this. All right. This person was on a television show called Joy Junction. And on Joy Junction, he had his... Uh, his fun little puppet on his lap. His puppet's name is Marty. So it's Ron and Marty. And they're having a conversation that is perfect. And when I got over there, I noticed that some of the kids were kind of giggling and laughing, you know. And I wondered why they were doing that. Well, why were they doing it? Well, they said, Marty, come over here and take a look at our pictures. So I walked on over there and I took a look. And do you know what it was? What was it, Marty? A pussy well, in a fry pan. I'll tell you that right now. Ron, they were looking at some dirty pictures and they wanted me to look too. <laughs> pussy in a fry pan. Can that be the name of this, of this episode, please? Episode 8, A Pussy in a Fry Pan. You have to see this video. You put it in the show notes, please. The link to this video. This is the creepiest looking puppet you've ever seen in your life. And for some reason, they decided on a Christian children's television show to talk about looking at porn. I, I can't. You're not a supposed to. I can't figure out why that was the topic of conversation. Oh, gee, Carl. You should have looked at that <laughs> pornography. You should come over and have some pizza with me. I'll fatten you up. All right. So our buddy Ronald explains to his puppet friend that the Bible has the answer to this. And I apologize, the audio sounds like shit. That's just how it is. That's right, Marty. You know, that kind of reminds me of a, a verse I'm thinking of in the Bible that's found in 2 Timothy 2.22. And it says that you should run away from anything that will give you evil thoughts. And as your companions, you should have friends who have pure and clean thoughts. 
and we'll only give you good ideas. I don't think this guy practices what he preaches. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. So for that reason and many others I'm sure I'm not even paying attention to, I say Ronald Brown is the creep this week. Let's get Vinny to spin the Wheel of Destiny as a win would give me five points, which is what we need. And I want to thank Cameron for sending in that suggestion. Cameron, you goddamn traitor. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Cameron, um, fuck you. Come Herb, on. you're Come my on. boy. Herb is captain of Team Vinny. Come on, Herb's my boy. No, what are you, he talking about? you can't steal him. Listen. I follow Herb on Twitter now. Ladies and gentlemen, Carl deserves to spin this wheel. Carl what? is the man who brought in Charlie Sheen, yeah. he brought in R. Kelly, <laughs> yeah. and he brought in Carol Baskin. And I lost all of those, so get over and he it. Brought, he brought in this creep. Now, when did this story happen, Carl? I don't know. Yeah, you do. 2012. Oh, so you're going way back in time to pull out a creep. <laughs> Whatever. Do way back in time. Whatever. What happened to Ronnie, old Ronald? You know that it's old because I said he was using Yahoo I Am. <laughs> That's how you know how old it was. I still use it. Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> no, you don't. Hold on. What happened to Ronald? Where is he now? He he was sent to prison for 20 years. Oh, that's it? Yep. And that was just for looking... He was sent to prison for what? Vinny... For looking at child porn. Have I have I not made this the is case? America. We're sitting here having a conversation about cooking and eating children. It's the same thing he did. We're just having a conversation. My guy strapped <laughs> children to chairs Fair and enough. actively tortured them for his job. And he didn't have to, folks. He did not have to do it, but he did it because he got sick pleasure from it. And he did it for years, and he did it and made millions of dollars. Right, and so hate jerked off thinking about kids screaming. Let me go back to this part where he says, uh, had her little pussy ah, still ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> yes, I you cook a little girl's pussy <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> That's a creep. That's a fucking creep. Folks, you know you want Carl to spin this fucking wheel. No, I, your boy Vinny didn't do nothing to you. Oh, stop. Think about all the stuff Carl's done. <laughs> see, see now price. you're changing the argument. It's not... Me as a personality versus you, because yes, I am the creep out of this scenario. It's the people that we bring in. Don't change the fucking rules on me I'm now. I'm not changing any rules on you, folks. You know that a man who actively tortured children is worse than a guy who thought about it. Vinny, we got any voicemails or emails or notes or anything yeah, we should talk about? Yeah, we do. Cool. We got some from some fans and some people. Cool. What do we got? Uh, this one came in from our pal, Devin in New Hampshire. Hey, Carl and Vinny, this is Devin from New Hampshire. I'm loving the show so far. It gives me uh, biggest problem vibes with more Windows computer sounds and Vinny's phone going off. Carl, <laughs> uh, with all the shit you give people, it's nice to know you practice saying exact G and picture in front of a mirror for two hours a day because of the Internet. Also, fuck you for picking Carol Baskin as a creep. That just tells you how much show prep you do. You obviously picked it an hour before you yeah, pulled a clip. I did. <laughs> Uh, it's true. You obviously didn't have a creep this week. Well, love the show so far. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Bye. Devin. Uh, this one came in. I liked that note a lot. Do you want to just gloss over the fact that your phone and your Windows machine is popping up noises throughout the show? Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Jesus Christ, Vinny, you scared the shit out of me. I, I thought you were bringing in like that whole polyamorous group as the creeps. But thank Christ you fucking pulled up at the last second and brought the guy who beat the baby half to death. Yeah. And I mean, it's fucking, God damn it! you had 
such a slam dunk with Carl bringing in Carol Baskins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she's fucking a weird cat lady, but, and, you know, killed her husband, but, yeah, goddamn it, Vinny scared the shit out of me. That's right. That's a man who wants to see me win. That w- I, I'll tell you, man, that was impressive last week because I was just watching the video. I was enthralled. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then you had a kicker that was beyond all kickers. That was- Left hook. That was impressive. Now, uh, Carl, last week you wanted everybody to send in their uh, recommendations on meth for you. Oh, good, yeah. And we had some concerned <laughs> listeners. Carl, I've seen your LinkedIn profile picture, and you don't need any more drugs, buddy. <laughs> That's all. He didn't say don't have them. He just said, you know, maybe you don't need them. It's probably true. Because you look like a vagina in a frying pan. <laughs> um, right. Go back to that old well. <laughs> back to the well for me. All right, you ready for a scub parade? I am, Vinny. Let's do this. Some are honest, underage stories that are very strange. Weird news. Hey. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. I meant one. this. <laughs> Starting today in North Carolina, Rianne Lee Brownlee, 39 years old, who identified herself as Agent Alexandria Mancini, posed in a dating profile with a fake FBI badge and stolen gun. Because that's how you get the dates. Yeah. Everybody wants to date the FBI lady, right, Carl? I, I can't imagine that would make someone more attractive. I have so much illegal shit going on in my life. I don't want to bring an FBI agent into it. Yeah, you don't want her to see your browser history with Ronald Brown in it. <laughs> right! No, but honestly, my browser history is fucking bonkers. <laughs> he produces a thing called the Peapod. <laughs> I know! Um, with all the fucking podcasts I'm up to, the shit that I'm Googling, I'd be thrown away for 25 years. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of North Carolina said Thursday in a news release, according to records, Brownlee's ex-husband found photos of hers masquerading as a federal agent on a dating site. An acquaintance later told detectives that Brownlee met men online for sex and then stole their credit card numbers. She was arrested in February 2019. She told a date she was working as an undercover agent in a drug case. Brownlee later lied to the man that she had to keep her identity secret from local law enforcement because she was operating undercover. So she's making up all sorts of crazy stories, meeting people, stealing shit from them. Uh, Court records indicate that police recovered uh, from her a stolen vehicle that she was driving, a stolen loaded gun, and a fake FBI identification badge bearing her name. The reason this is news this week is because she has just been sentenced to three years in federal prison for impersonating an FBI agent. Vinny, this is why I say people can't handle the internet. She had a stolen gun, she posed with it, and put that picture up on the internet. Correct. How stupid of a retard do you have to be to think that's a good idea, and I love that her ex-husband is the one who was also on the dating site. Wait a and second, caught her on there. this Alexandra Mancini looks a lot like Rianne. <laughs> yeah. So I do have to say, after reading this article, I'm I'm thinking about stopping the thing that I do every Veterans Day, where I take a selfie with my Marine uniform on <laughs> and I type, "You're welcome." 
I'm thinking the whole Stolen Valor thing is out of control. Take down that Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. That you made with it. I think I, I think I should stop doing that. I was never a Marine. All right. Well, uh, let's t- go down uh, down to Florida. Police charge William Shoemaker, 36-year-old convicted felon. Uh, he repeatedly choked his girlfriend of two years around her throat with both hands. The alleged attack took place Sunday afternoon in the parking lot of a St. Petersburg convenience store. That's right. He was strangling and beating his girlfriend in the middle of broad daylight in a convenience store with witnesses. Witnesses told the police that they observed him striking and choking the victim multiple times. When he was approached, Shoemaker spontaneously stated, I was showing her how I was previously arrested for domestic battery. Yeah, he was just demonstrating. Yeah. What got him in trouble in the first place? Remember the last time I was arrested for this? This is what I did. I gave her one of these and, and one, one of those. those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't believe that story, but what they don't talk about is did the bitch have it coming? <laughs> did not bring it up. <laughs> they don't talk about that in the article at all. No. Nope. The other thing they leave out of that article, which I thought was weird. Is the time he gave his girlfriend a strap-on so he could demonstrate how he was raped in jail? Yeah. Yeah, then he did this! <laughs> and then he did that! And I went, Uh What I find, what's going to be really interesting is when he goes to court and uh, he has to do another demonstration of what he was doing. <laughs> it's going to be He's like just layers on layers <laughs> <Yes>. on layers. <laughs> He did it one time, and now he's been arrested 50 times for showing people what he did. Uh, it's like domestic inception. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Cops say the 29, a 29-year-old woman was walking through a Walmart in Largo, a city outside of Tampa, when she noticed our next contestant in the scum parade, Juan Antonio Velez. He was following her. At one point, the woman told cops, the six foot three, 250-pound Velez, that's right, very conspicuous, walked up to her and grabbed her butt. The victim said that Velez 30 then continued to follow her. When she got to the self-checkout lane, the woman said, Velez again walked up to her and groped her buttocks, prompting her to tell him to, quote, stop it. The woman subsequently told Walmart management she was afraid, so they took her to an office, which I can't think of any place to make you feel better than a Walmart office. Uh, When police questioned Velez, he reportedly confessed to grabbing her butt twice and said, ah, come on, guys, this is how I talk to women. Yeah, I kind of like that defense. Come on, this is how I talk to them. Velez said cops acknowledged that he touched the victim uh, prior to making any conversations with her. Uh, the entire incident police reported was recorded by Walmart security cameras. You're Italian. I mean, you talk with your hands, too. I do. It's I not do. uncommon. But, like, when, <laughs> like what, what is the message? I'd love to be the prosecuting attorney in this case. And just get up there and say, okay, so you say that touching a woman's ass is the way that you talk to women. All right, Melissa McCarthy, please come in right now. I'd like to uh, see. Say hello to Miss McCarthy, yeah, can, please. Can you please <laughs> have some pleasantries with uh, Miss McCarthy here? Oh. Please observe that he's not anywhere near her. I give you exhibit B, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> right. He's locked up, but he was groping women in a Walmart. How stupid. Has there ever been a gropable woman in a Walmart? You know, every time I ask a question, I realize that I'm the creep. Never mind. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> That's the episode. That's the episode. Has there ever even been a gropable woman in a Walmart? <laughs> Where's Brooklyn at? Let me tell you. A 68-year-old Brooklyn man was taken into police custody. The unnamed man was arrested last week on Wednesday after a passerby caught him trying to load a tarp-covered dead body into a U-Haul. 
Police said the Good Samaritan was walking in Flatbush just before 4 a.m. when he spotted something wrapped in a tarp on the street. Unsure what it was, the man kicked the tarp and checked underneath. He realized it was a dead body of a woman and fled. He ran the fuck away. Uh, called the police. A few moments later, another man was caught on camera dragging the body and loading it into a U-Haul truck. Cops uh, arrived before the unidentified second man could take off. Sources said EMS responded and pronounced the woman dead at the scene. Cops said the 68-year-old was taken into custody on pending charges. That's an almost 70-year-old dude in charge of getting rid of the body. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like, a- it's like Mike from Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been him. <laughs> He's just trying to retire. He's had enough. Oh, my granddaughter just wants to buy a house <laughs> with the big yard. You know what I hated about this story? It said a good Samaritan walked by at 4 a.m. You mean a tattletale? Yes, a busybody. This is the problem that we have right now is that no one can mind their own fucking business, especially in this day and age of this COVID-19 lockdown. This is so frustrating to me. Did you hear about this, Vinny? There was, and we're in Rochester, New York, on Clinton Ave, there was a salon that got busted because they had customers in that they were servicing. I don't know if you heard about this. I, I don't not. even know if it would made the news. But so here's what happened. They have all the windows boarded up, were closed, everything else. Someone walked by and heard a hairdryer going and called the police. And got them busted. Help! 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 Someone was was getting their fucking hair done. And some asshole thought they are going to save the world. This goes back to what uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti in LA said. Snitches get rewards. Did you hear that fucking press conference? This fucking asshole. I know what you think about snitches get stitches. Not in LA. In LA, if you snitch on your neighbor, we'll give you a high five. Go fuck yourself, asshole. In LA, you snitch on your neighbor, we'll make you a star. We'll make you a star, see? You're going places, kid. Anyway, this guy's terrible at loading dead bodies into U-Hauls because he left the body sitting there for a while. For someone to go discover it. And then the other guy's an asshole for calling the cops because he discovered it. Mind your own business. Correct. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of the line. That's the end of this week's episode of The Creep Off. We hope that you are thoroughly uncomfortable through all of it. (laughs) This has been a really uncomfortable show. And uh, Why did I have so much fun? (laughs) Do you understand that? I feel like we're really jelly now. I feel like this (laughs) whole thing's really starting to work out. Some are honest, underrated stories that are very strange. Weird news. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> do you hear about this guy down in L.A.? <laughs> you hear about this? Oh, boy. All right. Uh, I guess it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gigia. We forgot to tell people to vote for our... Go to thecreepoff.com and vote for Carl. Wrong. Remember, vote for the worst dentist ever. He ran a little shop of horrors that disfigured children and robbed them of their smiles. Bullshit! You fucking know all about this shit! Anally raping children. Here he is, folks, the leader of the class. Alright. Oh my god. He is the dentist that he'll never ever be able to be good. Who wants that teeth 
done by the Marquis de Sade. Oh, that hurts. 